This is Dr. Rob Harder with the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast, making your world better. What does it take to be an effective nonprofit leader today? What are the biggest challenges? What are the biggest obstacles? How should nonprofits fundraise in an economy that is constantly changing? All of these reasons combined led me to start this show. And it's my hope that through this series, people can learn not only what it takes to be an effective nonprofit organization, but to hear from effective leaders who are successfully making a positive impact in their communities. We hope you enjoy the show as together we hear how they are making their world better. Every nonprofit needs to have an effective digital presence in today's world. But how do you go about building your digital presence? And what are the most important social media platforms? Is it Facebook? Is it TikTok? Instagram? And then beyond social media, how important is it for nonprofits to have their own videos as part of their overall social media strategy? Well, these and other questions are answered by Tom McGowan. He's the CEO of All Things Good Company. He has grown his digital presence from literally nothing to now reaching 30 million people. I think you will learn a lot on this episode. Enjoy today's show. Well, Tom, it's so good to have you on the show today. You are the CEO of All Things Good Company. Tell us a bit about why you started the company and what is it all about? What's your primary mission? Yeah, so I first started All Things Good uh, a few years ago in college. Uh, you know, I was, I've always been entrepreneur-minded and I wanted to find an industry that I could build a business in. And I came across the media industry and it just seemed pretty dull and negative and only politics being you know shoved down your throat. And I was like searching the industry for some good news. And I was like, geez, I can't find any. And, you know, that's why I was like, there needs to be a good news company in the media industry because it just seemed like humanity on the news. Like if you had never interacted with a human before and you'd only watch the news, you'd think humans are terrible. But, you know, I think there needs to be a company that showed the good side of humanity that we all do help each other. We build each other up. You know, we do good deeds and, you know, that's what we're aiming to do. And I think it's, you know, I think it's good to have good news companies in the industry. So it's not just the negativity and all that being portrayed. Oh, I could agree more. And what's interesting for my listeners, technically you are not a nonprofit. You are a for-profit. However, you work with nonprofits quite a bit. In fact, one of your goals is to really help elevate nonprofits so that they can have a better voice on social media and through video and other things. So maybe talk about that. Like, why is it so important for you as a company to support the nonprofit sector? And then give us a couple examples of who you work with and what you've done so far. Yeah, you know, uh I mentioned to you, you know, off air that in July we reached about 30 million people, you know, so we have lots of brand awareness, a lot of people who follow us and not a lot of nonprofits get that type of exposure. So my goal was to, you know, partner with some nonprofits, kind of get their word out more and, you know, help them build their nonprofit because, you know, it can be hard as, you know, building a nonprofit when you have no funding, no people even knowing what you're doing. So, you know, I've partnered with a couple of nonprofits to have video series with them, podcasts with them. And, you know, that way they can, you know, it helps us because they create content for us, but it also helps them because we get to share their content on our page and our media company to then help them get more followers, which then results in, you know, them getting more funding and more exposure. 
I love your heart to help nonprofits and great a couple of examples there. Now, I got to say this, 30 million, your reach is 30 million. That's incredible. I mean, I think all nonprofits would love that kind of reach. How did you get to 30 million? Like what were the steps along the way that helped you have such a large platform? Yeah, so I mean, it was definitely, you know, a labor of love in terms of, you know, I mean, the first 10,000 followers I got was probably the hardest thing ever, but you know, I was working like a madman to first build the digital brand. I was following lots of media companies' followers, hoping that those followers would at least take a look at my page. Because, you know, I knew if they looked at all things good, they would want to follow and consume our content. It's just a matter of getting those eyeballs. So, you know, I did everything at the beginning in terms of what they call like guerrilla marketing, you know, where guerrilla marketing is like when you don't have a budget, but you just got to do everything possible to find ways to reach people. So, you know, I was commenting on media companies' posts. I was following media companies' followers. I was, you know, just doing anything you can to put yourself in front of those people. And, you know, I think, you know, especially with nonprofits, you know, the hardest part with a nonprofit is just getting the eyeballs. You know, it's not, it's not the content itself because, you know, I think a lot of nonprofits if people saw what they're doing, they would be on board and say, oh, I want to follow and help that nonprofit out. You know, so in the beginning, just try and do anything possible, whether it's joining Facebook groups, you know, following same demographic and target market as like, you know, so if you're a food nonprofit, maybe go check out all the other food nonprofits out there in the world, maybe even collaborate with them or follow their followers, try and you know, because clearly their followers are interested in that sort of topic. So, you know, just find kind of what your audience is and just target them through, you know, social media and just put out good content so they can, you know, relate and know what you're doing. Now, maybe you could talk a bit. I think I told you offline that, you know, a lot of my listeners, the vast majority of them are nonprofit leaders or somehow involved in the nonprofit sector, perhaps board members, perhaps volunteers, or just staff members of a nonprofit organization, social media, and getting your story out there, video, you know, anything along the lines of media, telling the story of your organization, so critical today, right? And you've obviously done that really well with your company. Maybe go into a little bit more of the nuts and bolts of like, what would you recommend and how would you encourage my listeners who are trying to build their social media base? What are some of the most important things they can do? I mean, to the granular level, even of like, do we start with Facebook or Twitter if they're just beginning with this whole social media world? Uh, give us a little bit of kind of a tutorial, if you will, of how they can really grow their presence and tell their story better because of social media. Yeah. So I think, you know, social media is, you know, a, a great tool for anyone to get out you know, awareness of their brand or nonprofit, you know, I'd recommend being on every platform in terms of Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, kind of have fun with it in terms of not just show people what your nonprofit is about, but maybe, you know, like for all things good, I like to try and be people based in terms of show them, you know, like people who are doing the interview, you know, like trying for non maybe for the nonprofit, show them the people working in the nonprofit, maybe like give them that human to human connection. Like, Oh, I loved what Johnny was doing at that nonprofit. I'm a big fan of that nonprofit now, but in terms of building the digital brand, yeah. Like just connect with the people more, you know, like if someone comments on your Instagram post, comment back, you know, say, Oh, thank you for that perspective. You know, just engage with your audience. I think your audience will really 
appreciate it when you're interacting with them and that it's not just a nonprofit looking for their money. You know, it's more so a nonprofit that wants to connect with its audience and help build something together. We'll be right back. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening to the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, I want to make sure you're aware of a whole group of other episodes with fascinating guests that I previously interviewed. Just go to our website, nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. There you'll find numerous interviews of nonprofit leaders from all over the country and even from different countries, all trying to make their world better. I also want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. This will help us get this great content out to more nonprofit leaders just like you. Now, finally, if you want to get my monthly email update that contains more resources in addition to these episodes, it's really easy. Just go to my website at nonprofitleadershippodcast.org and simply type your email address in the top right-hand box, and you'll be added to our monthly email update. And this way, you'll never miss any of the interviews or extra content from this show. And if you have any questions or comments, do not hesitate to email me. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. Well, let's shift a little bit away from social media into video because I know that's something also, though, that you do. Here's always a dilemma for nonprofit leaders. A lot of organizations, they don't have a budget to hire a full-time or even a part-time video person for that matter. What advice would you have for nonprofits of the importance of video on the one hand and two, say they don't have much money, how would they go about utilizing video effectively so that they can you know, put that into their social media and use it for other purposes on their website? What's your advice on video? Not having a budget can be you know, very difficult. I know the struggles of that. When I first started, all things good. I had no budget. I had no money. But in terms of creating, you know, I would just create videos myself, you know, showing what the brand was about. You know, I think a lot of people when it comes to budget and video, they think that it has to be this Netflix quality film video. And reality, you know, that's not the case. You know, I think a lot of people appreciate authenticity and the amateur part of the video in terms of maybe you have an event that you're hosting with your nonprofit. Just take a camera and, you know, video everything and, or maybe go live on Instagram, show what you guys are actively doing live at that event. You know, I think there's plenty of ways that you can show what you're doing through video without a budget. And I mentioned to you before, like, Say you're on YouTube and you have a long video. It's like 20 minutes, but you also want the same video on TikTok. You know, it would be good to have the YouTube video. You can cut it up into pieces because TikTok is under a minute. So cut that maybe the best part of that long video, put it on TikTok and boom, you have great video content, but it's different. So it gives people reason to follow YouTube and TikTok. You know, it's not just, I'm following YouTube and TikTok and it's the same thing every time. So why would I follow, you know, so maybe try and differentiate the video in that way and show people different sides of the video through, you know, cutting it, formatting it, things like that. Uh, Very good advice on that. Okay. Now this is getting very granular, but again, I think my listeners are really, this is helpful when they get to real practical advice. When it comes to video platforms. Do you recommend nonprofits having their own YouTube account or possibly a Vimeo? So what's kind of your thought of YouTube versus Vimeo? Or just in general with video, 
Should people, particularly if they're new or they're just trying to grow their social media presence, should they just stick with Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook versus branching down into YouTube or maybe all of it? Maybe talk to that a little bit. Yeah, that's a good question that I think a lot of people, you know, wonder about these days is where they should be, where they shouldn't be. My thing is be anywhere you can. I have YouTube, I have TikTok, I have Facebook, I have Instagram. You know, I think it's important to be on all those platforms because there's such a different demographic on each platform. You know, TikTok, you're going to have a lot more of a younger audience, whereas YouTube is probably more, you know, people who grew up with YouTube, which was years ago. And, you know, it's important to be able to tackle each audience when you can. You know, if you're only on Facebook, you know, like if you're only on Facebook, you might only reach, you know, a certain older demographic, but, you know, you want to reach younger audiences too, as they grow up and they become more familiar with your brand. So my recommendation would be, you know, be as many places as you can. Don't worry about the view or whatever, you know, if you're getting more Facebook likes than you are TikTok likes, I mean, you know, don't just give up on TikTok, you know, I mean, it's, you got to make sure that you're kind of building your brand through all platforms. So, you know, all audiences can see you. That's a really good point. I've seen a lot of people do that now more and more. You're right. It's, it's, you can be creative with it and then actually use it for more than one purpose. And I think that's, but you've already, say if it's a video, you've already got the video down, but you just uh, carve it up, so to speak, and edit it for different purposes. So I love that. That's a really good idea. Very practical and a time-saving and money-saving process. Kind of along those same lines, Facebook has moved to more of a pay-for-play philosophy right now. And when it comes to really getting the advertisement out there, they've been a little more stringent on how you advertise on Facebook. So my question would be like, if when it comes to say the, uh, a nonprofit has a really good video or a really important event that they want to make sure they get to as wide an audience as possible, do you believe that these nonprofits have to kind of pay to play? Do they have to boost their Facebook posts? Do they need to put a little bit of money into advertising? Do you think it's, it's worth it? Or is there other ways that they can get the word out about their event and or their video? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I think if you have the budget, you should definitely invest in Facebook or YouTube ads. Those are proven to be the two biggest players in terms of the return you're going to get. YouTube ads, I mean, Gary Vee speaks to it a lot and Facebook ads, those are really what's going to get your nonprofit out there. But, you know, as we say before, not everyone has a budget that they can, you know, just shell out money to get in front of people. So, my advice in terms of that, and it's what I did when I first started All Things Good, is you know something on Facebook. I would just join every so many you know Facebook groups, whether it was media company groups, podcast groups, you know whatever it may be, and I was just posting about All Things Good in there. And eventually, you know, likes went up and people could see what I was doing. So maybe for nonprofit, you know, if you have a food nonprofit, like we've said before. Join food groups, join a bunch of food groups. I mean, there's the worst thing that can happen is people, I mean, people just don't like your page or want to join what you're doing and who cares? You know, that's fine. But, you know, it's important to at least try and put your brand out there. You know, people won't just stumble upon it. You know, you have to put your brand anywhere you can. So Facebook groups, advertising, you know, whatever it may be, commenting on maybe big, bigger nonprofits post con commenting on them as your nonprofit. And then, you know, something as simple as a comment, people could be looking through the comments and be like, Oh, what's that nonprofit? And then they'll check you out. And then boom, you have a follower. 
So I would say just, you know, consistency and really just putting in a lot of effort and finding different unique ways to be out there. That's a really good idea. You know, we've done that a little bit with again, my nonprofit and you're right. It's free. Number one, it just takes, maybe you have to sign up for the group or uh, get an invitation or something, but they tend to be very large and a great way to spread the word easily within your network. I think that's a great idea. So I've learned that you are followed by some fairly famous people, Kaylee Cuoco and Courtney Cox being two of them. So I'm curious now, how did that come about? And then how has that helped you spread the word about your company? Yeah, it was definitely really cool to see that at first. You know, I think it first started, which this can actually be another strategy going back to what we were just talking about. But originally, like, and this is kind of just me doing some crazy research, but when I was like, first building all things good. This was like last, I mean, well, not first building it, but like last year I was like, how can I get more people to see my brand? And I actually looked up, like did some research on which celebrities reshare the most content in terms of like random content, like, you know, who just like posts a lot on social media. And Pink was actually one of the people I saw that she would reshare a lot of, you know, things that she saw on Instagram. So I actually just kept tagging her in a bunch of all things good posts. And eventually one day I like woke up and I saw that we had like 10,000 new followers. And I was like, what the heck? Where did that come from? And I looked at Pink's page and she had reposted, you know, some of our content. So she didn't even know about us. But for me, you know, tagging her, she eventually came across and she was like, oh, well, I guess all things good is a cool brand. And then she reposted it. So, you know, something as simple as that can get someone to see you. I mean, especially for nonprofit, you know, Celebrity might see it and be like, wow, that's a that's a cool nonprofit that I would consider donating to. Cause you know, I think people like that are always, whether people believe it or not, are always looking for a nonprofit to back or maybe help out or partner with. So definitely recommend that. But yeah, I mean, it was really cool to see celebrities like that follow because then it just shows like, you know, it kind of almost feels like a pat on the back for you that people are recognizing what you do. And, you know, that's cool to see. No, excellent. I think some people are going to really tune in there and like, oh, I got to do that next. And you get a, a celebrity or two that support your nonprofit. They, you know, you just never know in terms of what that may bring in in terms of support. So love it. Well, for my listeners, again, how can people find out more about you and all things good? Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram at all things good. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, you know, you name it. You can check out our website, theatgco.com. And, you know, you can also email me, tom at theatgco.com if you have a feel-good story or if you just want to reach out, maybe if you have any more questions based off what we talked about today. I'm always pretty responsive and willing to help people out. Well, that's excellent, Tom. Thanks so much for being on the show today and sharing your insights. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hey, friends, I wanted you to know that this podcast can be found on both iTunes and Spotify. If you're wondering how to find it, just type in the words Nonprofit Leadership Podcast, and this podcast should show up. We also encourage you, when you go on iTunes, let us know what you think. Give us a review. Give us a rating. We would love to hear what you think of this podcast, and your feedback will help expand this podcast to get it out to as many people as possible. You can also find other resources and interviews of past guests on my website, nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. Again, that website is non nonprofitleadershippodcast.org. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep making your world better.